We are so glad you're with us today. Again, my name is John Ragsdale, and my wife Kristen and I, we pastor the hills, and, and uh, we're glad you're with us. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Mother's Day is the third highest attended service in America. First is Easter, second is Christmas, and then we have Mother's Day. And so we thank you for coming. Uh, if you are a mama, happy Mother's Day. For those of you that uh, this is a sad day for you, and it is for many, for those that want to have children and, and you haven't been able to, for those that have lost a mom, uh, while we're celebrating, it can be a sad day. So I want you to know that we care for you. We're praying for you. We have prayed for you. And if you need anything, let us know. Info at thehillsnashville.com. As you leave today, you're going to receive some gifts. This is for all the ladies in the church, not just the mamas. This has been a tradition that my wife started when we planted the hills. Our very first Mother's Day, she said, I want to give a gift to all the mamas. And we didn't have many then. It was, it was really small. But she went through all of her jewelry and she brought it to church, and she said, all the mamas, just go pick a piece of jewelry, whatever you want. We still have people that will come up and show us uh, a piece of jewelry of Kristen's that they're wearing. Well, today, so we have done that. We, we give whatever Kristen's favorite things are. So everybody's getting a Range Rover, okay? So it's exciting. <laughs> uh, actually, we have, for all the mamas, this is Kristen's favorite drink, Pellegrina, and she's Italian. And then also a lifter gloss. So all, all the ladies are getting that. Isn't that cool? Men, you cannot have this, all right? Hey, you did so good with the other. I'm going to hand this back to you right now. And you get the lifter gloss. Okay, good. Well, all of our guests, I want to thank you again for being here. Uh, and I want you to come back next Sunday. We're doing a series called Canceled that has been really strong and God has really used it to, to minister. Uh, and if you're a guest here today, I want to let you know today is going to be a little family day for our church. Uh, we've had some things happen over the past week that I just need to talk to you about. And is that okay if we just have a little family talk? I hope so, because we are anyway. That's just how it's going to be. Um, the, the bad news, I have bad news and good news. The bad news is that Kristen was supposed to speak today and she's not able to join us. The good news is that I'm not going to preach a full message, okay? So you get out early. But I do want to share my heart and from my heart with you. It's been a hard few years for the Ragsdale family. Uh, the past three years, we bought this building. Uh, we raised funds for the building, remodeled. And we remodeled this building. And I had pastors tell me, it's going to be hard. It's, it's rough. There's spiritual attack that comes because the enemy never wants you to take territory. And we felt that. Uh, we went through quarantine, which is hard on everybody. Wouldn't you agree? And then we walked our family through some major issues over the past uh, couple of years. And these years have been especially hard on the love of my life, uh, my wife, Kristen. Uh, she lost her father a couple of years ago, and he was her hero. And now she is experiencing what her therapist calls delayed grief. She spent the first two years caring for her mom and her sister, and now the grief is, has come to her. And um, I've never seen her this sad. She wept all day yesterday. It felt like Haskell, that was her father's name, had died this week. And so my wife is in deep depression. And um, she wanted to come. She wanted to come speak. I promised him I wouldn't do it. And we just, we just couldn't do it. And um, so I'm just sharing with you, as your pastor and as my church family, where we are. There's been other situations that I won't share for privacy purposes, but in reality, Kristen's been grieving for the last seven years. 
and then everything else that happened on top of that. And so this grief combined with her being the most loving person I've ever met. Would you agree with that if you know her? The most loving person and the biggest empath I've ever met in my life. Her mom says that she's been an empath from the very beginning. She said we could not even take her to eat because she would worry about the old person sitting by themselves in the booth. And, and I, if I'm driving on the road and there's a homeless person on the side, I have to make her look over here. Or I, if there's a dog that looks hungry, it's, uh, you, you can't, I can't show it to her because the, her, she has so much empathy. And the problem with that, you know this, is that empathy never shuts off. It's always there. She cares so much for the hurting and for the weak. Well, now our first lady is hurting and she is very weak. But she's ready to get stronger and she's ready to get better. We're ready to get stronger. We're ready. This is not a Christian issue. This is a family issue. And we're committed to it. Kristen and our overseers have read what I'm reading you now. And they have agreed to this, to share it with you. And we're accountable to our overseers. And we're accountable to you as a church. We're still going to be your pastors. And I hope that through this process, we're going to become better pastors. I also want to let you know that she and I are more in love than we've ever been before. And we're committed to walking through this together. And we're going to be better because of it. Finally, our family is in this together. I told the boys that they could stay home today if they didn't want to come. But here they are. Evan on the front row. Davis serving. We're in this together. I will share one of the mistakes that I made. And that was hiding our hurting. I hid it. Because I felt like the pastor's supposed to be strong. And I've got to be the... Hey, guys, we got this. Let's go. And I'm preaching at abundant, about abundant life, and we're dealing with an abundance of, of sadness. And I've tried to stay strong, but I'll just be honest with you. I don't feel real strong right now, and neither does my wife. Kristen and I need you. We preach about church family, and we've preached that for 10 years. Well, now we need our church family more than ever. Our sons need you. Our family needs you. We need you now, and we're going to need you as we move forward. We need you to pray with us. We need you to support us. This is going to take some time, and it needs to take some time. We're not going to rush this process. It will be a process. I have to tell you that we have felt such love and support from our staff, from them rushing to our home when we needed them there, doing anything that they can from our overseers. I don't know how anybody makes it without a pastor. I don't know. From our overseers who have just pastored us and cared for us through this time, we felt so loved and we felt the goodness of God. I asked Kristen today if there's anything that I could do. She said, would you have them sing goodness of God? She didn't know they were already singing it. And I wept today because that's the song that she sings throughout this. And we felt his goodness. I believe this is fitting for Mother's Day for me to share one more thing. One of the last things that Jesus did before his death as he hung on the cross was to make sure that his mother was cared for. And we need to make sure that the mother of our church is cared for, that our family is cared for. So I'm asking you as your pastor, as a congregate, as a friend, will you pray with us? Will you pray for us? Will you care for us? Will you walk with us? We love you guys so much. I'm going to ask Ron Smith, our executive director, to come 
join me. And, and he's not going to be long-winded either, I promise. Mm. How about those potholes? <laughs> They're gone. Did you notice out front? Got a, guess what that means. We've had a pothole problem here for about six months. We used them for baptism tanks. Yes. They were that bad. But they're gone now. And our one car wash gave us $6,000 towards the pothole work. It's the red car wash. <laughs> That's where we get our cars washed. The red car wash. They did. They contributed $6,000 towards the work and are contributing $6,000 a year towards using our parking lot. So let's, let's take care of the businesses in this area that help us, okay? And that means tip them well to everything, all right? And let them know you go to the hills. A few months ago, um, I read what we called our COVID protocol. This morning, I'm going to read our Kristen protocol. Um, I know you have a lot of questions. We don't have a lot of answers. So that's when you pray, right? So I'm just going to read this to you. As a staff person or a leader or a member or just a friend of this church, our responsibility right now is to rally. How can we rally around our pastor? We can rally through prayer, through serving, through giving, and through loving. Now is not the time for visits, calls, texts, or emails. Now is not the time for tons of questions like, how is Kristen, and how are you and the boys really doing? Kristen is sad and going to be working with her team to get better. There will be tough days and nights, and there will be moments of light, and then we're going to experience healing. If you or a family member have been through this, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, find someone who can share with you their experience of overcoming, and you could start with my family. If you are needed, we will reach out to you. If you need us, the staff is going to be working hard to take care of you. We promise to give you updates of how she is doing, but we do not promise you when. What can you do specifically and notice I, word, I use the word do. Do as Leslie Neighbors and Debbie Stout are doing. Today they will pass out gifts to every woman attending. And they're going to be starting with some other women, our new women's program that's going to kick off this fall. Do as Kizzy and Kayla are doing and lead our prayer team or join it. Do as Gwen, Carol, and my mom are doing and make sure you get your tithe in every week. Do as the Slavinskys and the Cares are doing and pray for our youth group as they lead it. Bring food one week for them and feed the kids. Volunteer to help Jordan with the kids or the Smiths with the middle schoolers. Do as the Busbys, Buchanans, Mobleys, Johnsons, Wests, and others are doing and lead or attend your small groups in the greatest numbers we've ever done these next few weeks. And think about starting one of your own in the fall. Do as the Kimbrough boys do and show up to put to do anything here in the building we need done. Anything. Door stops, clean doormats, anything. Do as Patrick does two or three days a week. Join him. Pull weeds. Stop by the place. We have a very public parking lot, and we clean trash every day. If you're swinging by, swing by for five minutes and pick up some trash so it looks good. 
Do as Mike Marinick did last week, leading our people in an amazing three-night intensive on finances, even when he wasn't feeling well. Do as the 97 people did that came and experienced that. Just be here. Do as Tommy Neighbors did. He's standing right over there on, on the camera. When he left his dental practice because we needed him this week to come film the last night of the financial intensive. And he just showed up and did it. By the way, our next intensive in the fall is going to involve mental health here in the building. If you're a family, do be here next Saturday for our family experience, or perhaps you could help volunteer for VBS that's coming up. Are you with me? Do you hear what we could do? Because Kristen will be asking how we're doing. Okay? So those are some of the things you can do. <clears throat> now I want to give you three things real specifically. Pray for Kristen every day and the family. Continue or start to tithe and give during this season so he doesn't need to worry. The summer is the toughest time on any church because you guys leave and sometimes you don't remember that we still have expenses. I'll let you know we've been on an interest-only loan. Our financial team's up front here. We've been on an interest-only loan for two or three years. It ended this past week. And so our, our building payment is $28,000 a month. We've got the money. We're not worried about that. But we need to stay strong as a church. And you help us do that. Yes. <clears throat> Lastly, if something's resonated with you, info at the Hills Nashville. Just go there today and say, I want to do. And let us give you what we need you to do. Don't come to us with, I want to do this. We need you in certain areas. So just tell us if you're available to us. Just, that's all you got to put it. I got about 20 of them from the first service this morning. Okay. Now, specifically, we're going to pray over this man and his family. Davis, can you, Evan, can you come up here? You guys come right here. And I don't know if you want to join me, staff. I'm going to have the staff come. Davis, come on. If you want to come up and join us up here, if you're a guest and this is unusual to you, we're just going to pray over our pastor. It's not going to get weird. But if you want to come join us, oh, it could get weird. I don't know. Um, but we're going to pray over them. Where's D? Here he comes. John, this is Mike back here, so you can't see me, but I'm going to... Um, Ron asked me to pray this morning, and I think this is one of those times you just don't, don't know exactly how to pray. So I'm going to read something from Romans 8. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness... We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. Later on in Romans, it says, Know in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor demons nor the present nor the future nor any powers, neither height nor depth, 
nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord. Uh, Lord, for this church, I pray that we would just groan this week. It's uh, what I've been doing this morning. Um, you know, Lord, you, you know what we're praying for. You know the needs. So, Lord, this morning we groan with John. We groan with Kristen, Lord, and we just ask your Holy Spirit to touch him. Um, we're so thankful that you are here, and you're here in the, in, the, in the mountaintops, and you're here in the valleys, Lord. I thank you that John and Kristen will praise you. We've seen them praise you on the mountaintops, and we know they'll praise you in the valley. And Lord, we praise you too in the valley, and we're in the valley with them. And we just ask your covering. We ask your healing. We ask for peace that passes all understanding, the kind that we can't even understand. So Lord, as we groan this morning, we just, we just lift them up, uh, Father. Uh, the boys, we pray for them. We pray for their whole family. Lord, thank you for what you've done in this church. It's no surprise that the enemy attacks when things are going so well. Uh, and Lord, we just claim your blood and we claim the victory today for John and Kristen and the family and the hills. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.